This is News Talk. And of course, Joe Biden dominating the front pages. Welcome home, Mr. President. The front of the Irish Daily Mail. Britain can do more for peace. This was what Joe Biden urged in his historic Dáil address, saying Britain needs to work more with Ireland to restore power sharing in the north. Uh, That's the front of the mail. The front of the Irish Daily Star. Joe's home come on, uh, linking homecoming with hurling because they have a photograph on the front page of Joe Biden and Leo Varadkar watching a hurling match at Farmley House in uh, Dublin yesterday and uh, as you may have seen narrowly avoided getting hit by a slitter yesterday as well so that'll be certainly memorable for some of the players involved the Irish son Mom I made it I'm home Joe's emotional dull speech the photograph on the son is of Joe Biden looking up to heaven talking to his mother saying it was his greatest moment and that he was home the Irish examiner also talks about his mother on the front page. Well, mom, you said it would happen. US President Joe Biden highlighted a future of possibilities between Ireland and the US during an historic address which he described as one of the greatest honours of his life. The front of the Irish Times has that photograph again of Joe Biden looking up to heaven and the headline, a very Irish welcome for President Biden. Miriam Lord writing, Joe Biden's big day out in Dublin was a joy as the President of the US stressed more than once during his address to the Oireachtas. This is not hyperbole, not even a little. Whether he was trying to convince himself or a more hard-nosed local audience is debatable. Not that it mattered, though, according to Miriam Lord. And the Irish Independent finally, uh, let us never forget peace is precious. It still needs its champions. That's a photograph again of Joe Biden in the doll. Uh, and obviously heading off to Mayo today. I was exhausted watching Joe Biden yesterday. I don't know where he gets the stamina from because when they got to going to Dublin Castle for the state banquet at that stage I was thinking I would just want now to go back to the hotel and relax and not have to shake a million more hands and give yet another speech he has one more speech left in him though uh, in Ballina this evening and if you are to believe the rumour mill he may announce that he's running for president in Ballina now that's only rumours locally flying uh, also the fact that the speech will probably be around 9 o'clock Irish time, which is prime time uh, for the US networks to carry it. But then you'd have to wonder, is it a bit offensive to the American people for your president to announce he's running again in a foreign country? rather than on home soil. So we just have to wait and see. But the rumour mill is in overdrive. Uh, And also, if you haven't seen it yet, check out News Talk social media. The very cheeky Henry McKean getting a selfie with Joe Biden yesterday at RSN Uchtheron. And uh, it made a lot of coverage online. Lots of people sharing it. Now to other news on the front of the Irish Independent. They're looking again at the Kerry Babies case. Dead man now at the centre of probe. Ralph Regal writes that a dead man linked to the couple arrested on suspicion of the murder of baby John may prove crucial to determining what action is taken over the killing. Gardaí are now satisfied the arrested couple were the parents of the murdered newborn after obtaining DNA samples. However, it's emerged that the death of a man within the past five years who had a link to the couple, could prove crucial in the Garda investigation, which of course has been going on now for so many years. The Irish Independent is at the teachers' conference again. They were at the TUI conference yesterday and uh, kind of very sad stories coming from the teachers' conference that students in Donegal, teenagers in Donegal, 
are not going to go to college. They're telling their teachers they're not going to go to college because their homes are affected by MICA and uh, they don't want to put extra financial expense on their parents. Teachers outlined this. Um, they were teachers from Donegal's Inishon Peninsula, one of the worst affected areas. And some of the teachers said living in a MICA affected home was a waking nightmare that colleagues and students awake to each and every day. We have students who are worried about becoming homeless and living in dreadfully unsafe conditions while studying for their exams. And now they're telling their teachers that they may not go to college because they don't think their family could afford it. And one teacher says, can you imagine the heartache parents are going through? They have to choose between their child's future or rebuilding their house. It's heartbreaking. It's not their fault and it should not be a decision any parent has to make, according to Siobhan McCullough, who teaches in Buncrana. Then there's another conference on, which is the Irish Medical Organisation Conference. uh, And this is uh, down in, I think it's in Killarney, but at least one in 10 people are without a full-time GP. This is in the Irish Independent uh, because so many family doctors have closed their patient lists. The new president of the IMO, Dr John Cannon, told its annual meeting that too few GPs means waiting times for GP appointments with at least 10% of the population unable to sign up with a GP because their patient lists are at capacity. Uh, Certainly it's a problem in NACE, I know, because I know of people who literally cannot get a doctor and they're sort of have to go to the out-of-hours service and sometimes some of the out-of-hours services need to know your own GP's name. Then if you don't have a doctor, what do you do? People might end up going to uh, hospital emergency departments, which is what you don't want either. So uh, obviously we do have this government promise to extend free GP care to children aged six and seven. GPs, though, obviously criticising that plan. A couple of other stories, one from the Times of London about how much we use our phone and they've done a kind of weird thing which is they've used our phone usage and looked at um, distance with it. So I'll explain this now. Our addiction to smartphones is so great that we're scrolling through three miles of content every year. So they're kind of looking at the inches on the screen, how much we consume, and we're consuming three miles every year. And it's also leaving more than a quarter of us with hand cramps or repetitive strain injury. I don't know about you, but I find some days at the end of the day, if you've been flat out on your phone, your thumb is actually sore. And research has found that nearly one in 10 people are staring at their phones for more than five hours a day. And a quarter spends at least three hours a day glued to our screens. They surveyed 2,000 people to find out how long they spent using their devices and then they estimated how much scrolling this meant that they did and they discovered that the average person scrolled 519 inches or 13.2 metres every day uh, which is apparently uh, the height of Big Ben. They're doing that every week Uh, So it's certainly an awful lot of phone usage. The Times of London does explain how you can cut down on your phone use by taking baby steps or maybe switching to a more basic phone model 
or buy a phone cage where you physically lock away your mobile for a set period of time. Kind of depressing. We can't put down the phone. We need to lock it in a cage. But anyway, final story comes from the mail. If you're awake at this hour, maybe it's because someone in your life is snoring and uh, one in ten people have considered leaving their partner because they snore. And just over a quarter of the 2,000 respondents said they regularly left the bed and slept in another room because they couldn't take it anymore and there is nothing worse when you're beside someone who's snoring and you nearly feel that they're being selfish by snoring they don't realise that they're snoring away but you do feel more and more annoyed as the night goes on Uh, and experts say that snoring can be extremely damaging to couples the results of a survey by Specsavers show 8% have actually thought about ending their relationship due to their partner's snoring and 28% are woken up by snoring every single night so uh, not the best uh, sleeping arrangements around there but there are obviously things you can do to sort out the snoring on 106 to 108 FM and newstalk.com this this is News Talk.